Hey yo, check this out. Supreme make a nigga big cap. Rockin' with little John, Eastside boys. China White, Sean Dog. If you scared, get the fuck out the club, nigga. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 144. Oh, man. What a week. We had a fake hurricane yesterday. <laughs> so the podcast is a day behind, but that's okay. We still here. Made it happen. All right, quickly. The NBA is looking good, man. I'm not going to lie. I was not with the whole bubble thing at first. But as I gave it time and I'm watching these highlights on Instagram, I'm not going to lie, it's kind of cool to see basketball back. It's weird that these games are happening in the middle of the fucking day, though. I guess that's weird to me. But I know they're trying to get these shits out the way, get right to the playoffs, which we are almost there. We got like another week of these games and then it's playoffs. So that's cool. However, this is not the NBA playoffs. This is the NBA tournament. These little games is cool, but when these games start to matter... And when these games get, like, pressure situation and there's no home court, like, when you play an exhibition game in the season, they don't really, I mean, home court, I mean, unless it's an important game, which is never, it is an important game if you're a good team. If you're a good team, you're a good team. You, whether you win or lose, you're still a good team. You're going to go to the playoffs, you're going to do your thing. But these other teams, they're going to need, like, fans to help them. These, if the Phoenix Suns make the playoffs, they're getting swept. But they might not because there's no fans. Anything can happen right now. Devin Booker fucking blew Paul George's nose off yesterday. Paul George, what's up with you, dog? Damian Lillard blows your nose off. Damn it, everybody always blowing this nigga face off with these, these game winners. Like, what the fuck, man? He did this shit in OKC. Doing it in the clip. Hawaii was pissed. It looked like Hawaii don't even want to play with this nigga every time. He's like, got this nigga, man. He got beat off the dribble. I got to help. And then he fucking drills and blows his nose off. It is what it is. Um, Ellen. Damn it, Ellen. Now, I didn't do much research on this Ellen thing, let me be honest, but I did ask Facebook what the hell was happening, right? So from what I've been told is that there's some racism going on in her organization that she was not aware of. And because she is not part of production and things like that, she didn't know these things were going on. So she has since stepped down from her platform, which I find to be a little odd. Um, other people had said that it was some sex trafficking thing that Ellen was involved in. I don't know how true that is. I can't say it's not true or it is. I don't know anything. But um, I like Ellen personally. I thought Ellen was pretty cool for the culture. I thought Ellen was a nice person. I love Ellen's like everything about Ellen. I like like she's stylish. She's super funny. And um, I didn't know that she was in, in this shit. I didn't know that Ellen was getting caught up in things. I didn't know. So that's super unfortunate. I hope that none of these things are true and Ellen comes out of this on top. But if she does not, and it comes out that it is true. That is unfortunate. I'm not going to shit on her. Um, I'm pretty sure she can't possibly hire every single person in her staff. She can't possibly know every single thing that goes on. This is a very busy woman. I mean, when you're the star of the show, you don't really pay attention to the little things. Um, you know, 
It's, it gets that way. Steve Harvey, when he had his show, he was going through little thumb shit. And there's no way he, like, he was just rude to people. And they got to a point where he lost it, his regular show. Still do Family Feud, I believe. But um, we hope, I hope Ellen didn't do none of the shit that he's accused of. We don't know what's what. Uh, Kevin Hart came to her defense. And um, I get it, you know, because she was there for Kevin when he was going through his thing. So it's only right he'd be there for her. Um, Tiny's daughter, Zanique, is pregnant. And the internet is upset about it. Let me tell you people something. Okay. When you have money or your family has money, their life is not yours. <laughs> okay? We got to stop this shit. Let's get out of people's business, right? Now, listen, this girl is how 2021. 20, people are like, oh, she's so young. Why does she want to have a child now? Because when you when people don't have children young, it's because they can't afford them. My fucking stepdad is T.I. My mother's married to this guy. I grew up. He's, I'm, I'm his daughter. Basically, he raised me. Um, I don't think she's going to struggle, bro. <laughs> I don't think she's going to have the same issues as most people. I don't, I highly doubt she's going to need child support. Okay. I highly think she's going to need uh, physical support. I'm pretty sure she can take care of any child she rears into this world. Mind your business. Let leave people be, if, if, especially people with money. When people have, have, can take care of themselves, it is not of your concern. Now, if this woman was just a, up-and-coming singer and struggling artist and she popped up pregnant at 2019, whatever old she is, then okay. All right, then it's like, oh, what is she going to do? Her career is like, what career, bro? She don't need a career. She did music because why the fuck not? My mom was a singer and my dad's a rapper. Well, let me try. You know what I mean? People got to chill out. Nobody says something. That shit to Kylie when she got pregnant. You know, Kylie's 21 years old, 22 years old. She had a kid at like 20. Nobody said shit. You know why? Because she was up. Give, give Zanit that same respect. Why black people get the scrutiny? Why? Because she's not a Kardashian. She's a Harris. See, I got money. This girl be on TV every week, damn near. So mind your business. <laughs> she got pregnant. Cool. What? So what? She's not struggling. She don't need no help from you. She's not going to start an OnlyFans. Get the fuck out of here. Um, now. What else is going on? Uh, let's see. Meg Thee Stallion has a song coming out with Cardi. Well, Cardi has a song coming out with Meg Thee Stallion. Let me correct it. It's Cardi's record. Finally, they've collabed. I said when Nicki did her song with Megan that um, Cardi might have dropped the ball that you should have probably did that first because Cardi usually don't fuck with people. I mean, Nicki usually don't fuck with other female rappers. You know what I'm saying? But Meg was so hot, it was like, you gotta get a song with her. But now we see as Cardi is now coming back into music mode, she's dropping music, which probably means there's an album coming. This probably means she's working on something, and that's good. It's been two years, almost. Cardi dropped her album December 2018, I want to say. November 2018, I want to say. So it's, she's, she's on pace to drop an album either the end of this summer or this fall. So it's very good to see her getting back in that mode. The Migos are dropping a song with NBA Youngboy. So they're, come, they're about to do their thing. Um, I don't know if they still with QC. That's yet to be seen. We don't know. Um, Tyrese is supporting Ellen. I see now. I just seen this. People, people don't feel like, oh, he wrote too much. I'm, I'm, replace Ellen Trends on Twitter found reports that Ellen DeGeneres could be ending her talk show over recent investigation. Replace Ellen with Tiffany Pollard. Get the fuck. What? Tip, New York from Flavor Flake? Man, stop it, man. That is stupid. 
Kalish is about to have another kid. It's not Nas, is it? <laughs> uh, Puffy's son, Christian, had minor injuries after his Tesla crashed into his Ferrari. Aw. Aw. Thank you. Rich people, after his Tesla crashed into his Ferrari. What a life. You know what I mean? But hopefully he's okay. We don't want none of that. Uh, Jay-Z and Rock Nation partners with Brooklyn's Long Island University to launch a, a new school. Shout out to Hove and Rock Nation. Uh, Rock Nation and LIU established school to educate next generation of industry change makers from LIU Brooklyn. LIU, in a historic collaboration, Rock Nation and Long Island University established Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment to educate the next generation of industry change makers from LIU Brooklyn. That is dope. Salute to Hove. Salute to Rock Nation for actually putting things in place that people want to go to school for. Okay? You don't have to go to school just to be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse. You can do other things. There's other businesses that make money too. All right? So we got to stop telling our kids, you can be a lawyer or a doctor. No, that was in the 60s and the 70s. You, those jobs were seen as like the best. Everybody don't want to be a fucking lawyer, doctor. Hey, I know a lot about hip hop culture. Maybe I could be a manager. And your parents are like, oh, no, that's not a real job. No, but it is, mom. You don't know shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell y'all to stop shutting your kids' dreams down. You don't know more than the kids. You know what you know. They know what you don't know. Stop shitting on your children's dreams because it's not your dream, because you don't understand it. Okay, let them teach you what they let the kids show you what they're doing. Hey, let me show you what I know and let me show you how much involved I am in this and how much I love this. So you can understand why I want to do this for a living and how I can do this for a living. Every job is not traditional. Every job is not the usual nine to five. Some of these jobs are different. Some of these jobs involve a lot of fucking outside th things that don't involve a paycheck or a clock. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to put hours in all day. You know, you're trying to work for an artist, that's a 24-hour job. That is not a five, nine to five, right? So let's just salute to Jay, because he understands the youth. You know what I mean? Imagine Jay telling his mom, hey, I want to be a rapper. And if she's like, no, you can't do that shit. No, fuck that rap shit. You need to go to school. Jay, but I'm, mom, I'm really good at rap, though. Like, yeah, but that's fake. That shit go pass. Imagine how he listened. And he just said, oh, you know, I'm going to just go to school and just be an, an engineer. Whole time he's fixing your car, he's nigga spitting some of the hardest shit you ever heard in his life. But he gave up on that dream because his parents didn't believe or back him. And now the greatest rapper ever is in a fucking mechanic shop with oil on his jumper. But he makes 60000 the fuck out of here. Support your kids and other things, man. Fuck all that, all that school shit. As you can see, school is a joke right now. And I, I really, I don't have kids, and I'm glad I don't. Because if I had to send my kids to school, I wouldn't. This is fucking crazy. Did y'all hear about what happened in Atlanta where a hundred and something people got sick, tested positive for COVID after the first day? Did you see that hallway? Some kids had on masks, some didn't. Why are kids in school? Why? It is not time for children to be back in school. It is not safe. It is not safe for the, the children. It is not safe for the teachers. It is not safe for anybody working in a school right now. Okay? So we should, really, if you want to do the remote shit, keep it going. But I honestly would just give the kids a pass. At a certain grade, just give them their diploma. If you in 11th grade, you get your diploma, bro. You was about to be done anyway. 12th grade ain't no different. They tell you you just prep for college. College is, 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 college is high school with more freedom. Because it's an option. You don't go to class. They don't give a fuck. You, didn't pay, you paid for it. Don't come. 
We got your money. So if you don't come, who cares? Um, also, R.I.P. FBG Duck. He was killed in Chicago yesterday. Um, he was a known Chicago artist. Had a lot of issues with some people. And, um, you know, when you, when you get famous and you start to make your way for yourself, you got to move. You got to get the fuck out of your city. I know you want to be a real nigga. And I know you want to be tough and you want to be around your people, but you can support your people without physically being there. You have to get the fuck out of there. Excuse me. You look at people like Chief Keith. Chief Keith lives in L.A. We ain't seen Chief Keith in Chicago in years. And why would he go back? For what? What do I have to prove? When I was out here, y'all knew what time it was with me. I got my money. I got the fuck out of here, bro. Chief Keith looks, he looks, he looks so happy now. His dreads grew. You know what I'm saying? The nigga got his skin right. You know what I'm saying? He even look, he even dressing better now. He don't dress the same way. He just he got a little style now. Salute Chief Keith. But um, that art, that FBG duck shit is crazy. Do not send me that video. I do not want to see the video. People can tell you, oh, you seen the video? I don't need to see the video. The man is gone. I don't need proof that he's. I I, I believe it. Sad thing, sad thing, man. Um, Kevin Hart has got backlash for defending Ellen, right? And he's he made a video about. It. So let's listen to what Kevin got to say. This social media is getting out of hand, dude. It is truly getting out of hand. <laughs> From showing support to a friend, you know, you get a, you get a roar of frustration from so many calls, phone going off the hook. I'm a friend. As a friend, if I have a friend in trouble ever, I'm going to do my best to try to be there for that friend. Then I hear people go, what about Nick? That shit, friend. Where were you for Nick? Because you didn't see it means that I wasn't there for Nick. Sad times living, man. Nick was over my house every goddamn day when he went through his I was the one to call the president of the goddamn studios and reached out to so many to try to see what we can do to solve the situation, find a solution. Nick and myself talked. We vetted out the situation as friends because I was there for my friends. It's like I'm going to try my Man, my best to be there for all of them. When did we lose sight of reality? It's a up time, man. It's a up time that we live in. And people are forgetting how to be people. People are now programs. When did we get here? Praying. Praying for a better place. Praying for a better understanding. People go through happens is life all I can say is that when they do if you're on the side of that individual your job is to try to be a support system now salute to Kevin Hart for speaking out in defense of his statement but what Kevin has to understand and as a celebrity Kevin has to know this and he does know this Sometimes it's best to say nothing. Ellen has not spoke a word. Nick Cannon made an apology. That was that. He didn't speak a word. Didn't take interviews. Didn't do no press about it. He chilled the fuck out. You have to know when to get low. Kevin, if those are your friends, like you said, when Nick Cannon was over your house every day, we didn't know that. That's not our business to know. And at the same time, how you feel about Ellen should only be spoke to Ellen. That is your friend. Tell her directly. You don't owe the internet anything. Anything. And this internet shit, it's fake. It's fake. 
And what I what I what I what people don't understand is because they don't remember a time before Instagram. Now a lot of kids grew up with this app all of their youth. So if you had Instagram from 13 and you're now 25, that's all you know. You don't remember MySpace, you don't remember Sconex, you don't remember Black Planet. We had a whole bunch of apps and well, they weren't apps back then, they were websites. When the internet became literally in the palm of your hand, that is when things begin to change. It started with Twitter in 2008 when tweeting was everything. I don't know if y'all were on Twitter when Twitter first started, but Twitter was amazing in the beginning. It was the best place ever because you could have conversations with the world and express how you feel without real judgment from people. And the internet was a lot of fun back then. Like things went, didn't go viral because viral is means you can see it. Twitter didn't have videos. It was literally tweets only. Now Twitter has everything. It has videos. It has photos. It has all that shit. But there was a time when Twitter was just for words. Facebook. Facebook was huge. When Facebook started, you had to be a college student to even be allowed to make a Facebook. And then they changed that and anybody could make a Facebook at that point. That's when you see your aunt and your mom and your fucking old cousins from everywhere, niggas you didn't see in years, adding you on Facebook. And it's like, what the fuck? It brung people together, Facebook. Old people love Facebook. My aunt lives on fucking Facebook. She has her second home. She has her home where she sleeps, and then the rest of the day, she's on Facebook. That is her Bible. That is that everything she feel is on that goddamn page, right? Okay, so now, as a 34-year-old man that's going, going through, I came up in the era of technology. I remember phones didn't have the internet like that. You couldn't see pictures on your internet. It was literally words. We only used to use the internet to download ringtones. Do you even know what a ringtone is these days? You ask a 13-year-old what a ringtone is. He's like, what is that? Phones don't ring? People leave their phone on a regular ring or vibrate or silent or do not disturb. Nobody wants to hear music when they fucking phone ring no more. That shit is old. We we off that. We off that. What was your first ringtone? My first ringtone was the Clips. Uh, You know the Clips song with Pharrell. Grinding. That was probably the hardest ringtone of 2001. You dumb? Are you dumb? (laughs) Um... But um, yeah, Kevin got to understand that this internet shit ain't, it ain't, it's not a fair place. And the majority will always rule over the minority. The minority will be you, one person with your platform against the world. And you'll never win that. And that's why it's best to say nothing. Now, other day, um, was it yesterday? I see Design Us uh, outside and he's in LA and he's partying and having a great time and shit. And he's saying Corona's over. And uh, that shit is over and no cap and, and I, I'm over it and that shit gone and that shit is fake and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, bro, you got to understand that the things you feel don't necessarily need to be expressed all the time, right? So you can feel how you want to feel and you can say what you want to say, but when you say it in public, you leave yourself open for interpretation, meaning people are going to scrutinize you for what you say. So if you do not want the scrutiny, don't say it publicly. Okay. I can imagine his comments went crazy with people saying COVID is real. My so-and-so died or this person died. And that's what most people say when they hear some people that people that aren't afraid say, I'm not scared of that shit. That shit is fake to me and blah, 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 blah. Yes, you can feel that way, but you don't have to say it. I feel how I feel about COVID. I don't speak on it anymore because it's, it, it's, a, it's a touchy thing. 
You can't tell everybody how to feel. Everybody's not going to feel the way you feel. And if people disagree with you, you have to understand that. That everybody doesn't take this as a joke. Everybody doesn't take this as some kind of just random fad that's going on in this year and that eventually this shit will blow over. We don't know anything. We don't know if it's real. We don't know if it's fake. We don't know shit. All we know is every day is a new day and we got to make it through that day. We don't know. You know? A bomb fucking went off the other day and uh, what, what was that? Oh, let me find out where that is. I forget the place. That's sad. Uh, hold on. Let me f- scroll down and find it. Damn, where the fuck is it? It was big news yesterday. Yeah, here go the designer right here with this shit. It's fake gone, bro. No funny. Hold on, let me go back. No, no funny. Corona is fake gone, bro. No funny. Enjoy life. No cap. We ain't even on that type of vibe. Corona shit. Man, honestly, that Corona BS. You feel me? I ain't get sick yet. I'm outside helping. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh-huh. Give me a smoothie. Give me a smoothie. Yo, no. Yeah. I understand how you feel, designer, and I understand that you may feel that way. But uh, you got a lot of people that follow you, even though you, you know, you pretty much a rap. But you got a lot of people that follow you. And they, especially children, and they listening to you. And um, you need to understand the power of words. As a person with a platform, you know, you got to understand the things you say can be carried further than you could believe. So understand that um, it ain't about you all the time. You know what I mean? And uh, Lebanon was the place where the bomb went off. Lebanon... Not a bomb, but uh, there was an explosion and uh, it was crazy. It was a big old mushroom cloud and there's like a lot of different videos and different angles and that shit was scary as hell, man. Now, I don't know the root of that. I don't know what happened. Um, Every month is something else. Like they told us murder hornets was coming here and we got, y'all got scared. Y'all got scared of hornets. First of all, if a big ass bug that big is coming towards you, you know good and well to get the fuck out the way. Murder hornets ain't creeping in your window at night through your fucking sheets to sting you. Like, cut it out, man. People was fucking dumb. Um, this whole year has been weird. And I don't know in history have we seen a year like this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when, like, AIDS became a thing, it might have been this way. You know what I mean? I'm assuming when AIDS and HIV first came about, it probably felt this way. Because everybody was fucking... And everybody was like, oh, fuck, I could have that shit and I don't even know. Now, that was real. HIV and AIDS will for 100%, maybe 95% kill your fucking ass. I'm more scared of that than COVID. Like, people can survive COVID. Once I heard you not guaranteed to die from it, because it's not a 99% chance, oh, you got it? Oh, this nigga dying. No, you could beat that shit. You could live. You could have it, stay in the house for a couple weeks, be okay. AIDS, nigga, you're dying. Ain't no way around HIV, nigga, you're gone. You might live a little long with HIV. But you're going to die. Cancer, you're dying. There's no, you could you stretch your life, but you're going to die from it. That's it. COVID could die, maybe. Depend on your underlying illnesses according to the, to the government, according to what the CDC, whoever the fuck. They're telling us things and we just go with it. We don't know, no, we don't know anything. We don't know nothing. 
We don't have any information beyond what they tell us. We don't know shit. Nobody's saying anything. And then the people that come out and say anything opposite of what the news is saying is all of a sudden a conspiracy theorist now. And they don't know what they're talking about. And it's like, well, what makes that person you believe know what they're talking about? We don't know shit. Nobody knows shit. So, you know, do what you what's best for you. Do what you got to do. If you're afraid, I understand. You know what I mean? People are scared. You know, I always said from day one that I, I believe in God. And this shit don't scare me. I go to work every day. I was outside every day during this shit. When y'all was, well, what you doing outside? You better go home. You go get sick. Uh, okay, that's how you feel when you're entitled to feel that way. But everybody ain't scared, bro. You, you could die any, you can die walking down the street and get hit by a bus. You could drop dead in the street and don't know what you died from. It's, anything can happen. So you, I'm not walking around with a fucking mask on in 90 degree weather because everybody else around me is afraid. Talking about in the coma, it's a sign of respect. I, fuck that shit. Let me stop because I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off and I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, moving forward, moving forward. There was something else I wanted to talk about. I forgot it just now. God damn it. Oh yes. Now I went live the other day. And uh, I'm going to just get into the, uh, I'm going to leave a little political shit alone. I mean, uh, the internet shit alone. I'm going to get into the, uh, the realness, the meat and potatoes of this show. Now, I did a live the other day and I said that until men, you know, start to do right, we are never going to see the families and the traditions that we were used to. We grew up watching family matters of black families, mother and father married in the house together. Fresh Prince, Martin, we saw black love on TV. These days you got blackish. They are black love on TV. You see the mother and father, Anthony Anderson, Tracy Ellis Ross. And also, oh, I want to, I want to say this real quick before I jump into this. Don't, I don't want to see y'all jumping on Tracy Ellis Ross out of nowhere. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all know that's my queen. Y'all know that's my lady. Please leave her alone. All you bum bitches reposting her. Y'all don't even have no fucking, no, no Jordan ones at all. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. She wore Travis Scott's in a bikini and all of a sudden, I love her so much. No, fuck that. Fuck out of here. She been had sneakers. She always wear ones. This ain't new. That's my, are you dumb? This, listen, this is Tracy. This is Joan Clayton from Girlfriend. Y'all never even watch Girlfriends. Y'all don't know shit about it. When they come on Netflix next month, all of a sudden, everybody gonna be fans out the blue. Let me tell you something. I've seen every episode of Girlfriends, all of them. In high school, Girlfriends came out. I used to watch that shit every single Thursday on UPN 9, okay? They used to come on at 9 o'clock after the Parkers and Moesha. See, y'all don't know. Y'all wasn't there. Get the fuck out of here. Now y'all want to jump on Tracy Ellis Roy. Get the fuck out of here, man. You know this woman barely does movies? She's never even really done a movie. And she's still lit. It's my, oh, I love her. If God, if you're listening, just let me meet her so I could just tell her how much I'm a fan of her and how much I love her, please. Now, moving on. <laughs> I had to get that off. That shit was pissing me off. Um, yeah. Uh, a young man made a post. And it was very dope. Um, I don't know this young man. I pretty, I'm heard he has a YouTube vlog. I don't, I've never seen it. But he said something very powerful. And I'm going to add to this. So I'm going to play this clip from this young man. And we're going to add into this after this. A lot of young men, particularly young black men, hit me up being like, yo, I can't wait to be a dad. I can't wait to be a father. And I love that because I think the men that were generation before us, 
got raised by the men that were a generation before them. And those men didn't really know warm love because a man didn't express those things that way back then. And I feel like I owe those young men to tell them, like, bro, this is hard because it exposes things about you that you don't know about yourself. It exposes all of your insecurities. And it's, man, it's a huge emotional undertaking if you do it the right way. So while you see me and Noemi hugged up and loved up on each other and we got this cute vlog and we make these cute videos and cute pictures, it's because we put in an immense amount of work to make this thing happen, man. We do it every day. We be having sit-down vlogs and we, we be on the cusp of beefing with each other. But we find that one thing in common, a lot of young that just always brings us back to remembering why we're together. So, bro, when you see this and me playing with my baby and it looks really cool and you want to have those moments, just know that that's the upside. It comes with a downside and it can be incredibly painful if you allow it to be. So before you take on a family, bro, go see somebody about your past and go see somebody about the trauma that you've endured throughout the course of your life and start healing because if you don't heal from that, you'll have all this and you'll never be happy. Especially anybody who thinks that you can just pour water over a lady and baby have a happy family overnight. He said, this shit ain't no oatmeal, man. That shit ain't... Salute that black king. Salute that black brother. Uh, powerful message. And what I want to say to that is he is 100% correct in what he is saying. Now, um, what I said the other day was until black men... Take it upon ourselves to stop the bullshit we do and to stop glorifying the bullshit we glorify and to start to focus on our actual lives. We are never going to be where we need to be as black people, as families, as a culture. Our culture is baby mother, baby daddy. That is our culture. That is terrible. That is not the way it's supposed to be. That is not normal. That is not okay. But it is normalized in this day and age because of the music that we listen to, the movies that we watch, the reality TV we see all day, the instant internet. We watch Instagram. Future got eight baby mothers. And we're like, damn, he got eight baby mothers. We can't do shit like that. Brother, you don't got future money, okay? You don't got future fame. There's a reason this man has eight children with eight different women. You know why? Because this man is a celebrity. When this man goes somewhere, women throw themselves at him. Maybe he can't resist all of them. Some of them he's going to entertain. Some of them he won't. Some of them he gets pregnant, which is very irresponsible. But at the end of the day, this man can financially take care of any child he should bring into this world. You cannot. You do not live that life. You should not be looking up to shit like that because that is not your reality. Okay? We got to cut the cap and get real. Cut it out. Right? Now, until black men take accountability for the bullshit we doing, all right? Because a lot of the shit we do is because we're influenced by dumb shit. Men are young boys until they become a man. I don't give a fuck if you're 36 years old. Until you, if you're living wrong, you're a boy. Period. If you're not honoring the woman you with, if you're not showing uh, love to the woman you with, if you're not putting that woman on a pedestal she deserves to be on in your life, you are not a man yet. You're still a boy in a man's body. Your mind is a man. You can look however old you want. Until you are doing right by your woman, you are not a man. You put a baby in that woman, make a home for her. It is your responsibility as a man to take your woman with your child and put them somewhere safe. It is your job at that point to provide. Your woman can still work. 
Your woman can still have all her dreams and everything. It is your job to help her and assist her, not to hold her back, not to downplay the little accomplishments she may have. Glorify her shit. The same way you want her to support you, support her back. The same way you want her to hold you down, hold her down too. Why should black women have the burden of every black man on their back every time they get in a relationship? Why is it every time they got to take care of you, bro? You didn't take the time, like this brother said, until you healed from all that shit you went through, you ain't ne- ne- that family ain't going to make you happy. And that's why you moving the way you moving, because you ain't happy. You got a girl and you got a child and you still out here playing. Because you know why? You didn't take care of the bullshit you went through in your past. You've been hurt before. We've all been hurt, bro. I've been hurt. It took me a long time to get to where I am today. There's a reason I don't have children. And it's not because I'm not having sex. It's not that. It's not that I'm being out here being super responsible. It's not that either. But it is that I'm very cautious. Because to me, a child is deeper than just a baby. To me, a child is a lifetime commitment. Lifetime. My father raised me and still is in my life to this day. He wasn't the greatest husband to my mom. He wasn't the greatest man in the streets, but he was a great man for me. And that was all he had to do in his life was be a father to his children. And my father showed me by example, you do for your kids whatever they need. You be there for your children. You support your children. My father will scream on me at 34. He, I'm still his, I'm, to me, to him, I'm still that little boy that he used to hold his hand across the street and kiss him on the lips when I was two years old. So to him, I'll always be that. And I, until you have kids, you won't get it. That's what my mother always said. Until you have a child of your own, you won't understand. You won't understand how we view you. My mother will call me right now. You paid your rent? You paid your bills? I'm like, Mom, I'm 34 years old. It don't matter. I'm your mother. And then she's right. She's supposed to worry. I'm her child. Don't matter how old you get, that's, you always going to be that child to your parents. So appreciate that love and understand, understand that unconditional love that they've given you. And you have to learn to learn how to give that to somebody else. We got to learn how to give that to somebody else, but it takes work. You got to learn to love yourself first, unconditionally. Accept your flaws yourself. I see women all the time picking themselves apart. They want surgery and they want a new nose and new lips and a new butt. And it's like, that's not important in the hindsight of life. Those things are minuscule in the hindsight of life. You could have all of that and still not be happy. Did you know that? You could have everything in this world you want and still not be happy. We see it with celebrities all the time. Damn, they on drugs. Why are they on drugs? They got all the money in the world. That doesn't make you happy. You have to find peace within yourself. You got to find love within yourself. You got to learn how to love you first before you can love somebody else. And then you also have to get out the way when love comes too. You got to learn how to let somebody love you back. Let somebody be, let somebody in, but be, be selective. Everybody's not going to love you for real. Some people are out with cruel intentions and they need things from you. You have to have better judgment of character. You have to know how to look at a person and understand and see who they are. And that takes time. That takes time. People rush things because there's in, in so much need for love. They'll take the first side of attention and confuse it with it. And they'll end up in a situation that they should have never been in had they been in a position to see through it. And that takes the work. You have to be alone sometimes. Sometimes you got to be by yourself. Sometimes you really got to be with nobody. Sometimes you just got to fuck with you. That means shut it down. I don't need to be talking to no girls. I don't need to be talking to no niggas. 
Until you understand how to be alone, you're never going to know how to be with someone truly. You're going to keep making poor decisions. You're going to keep picking the wrong people, right? Because your judgment of character is flawed because you don't know who you are. You can't see the good in people if you can't see the good in yourself. Do you love you? Do you do enough for you? You make everybody happy. Do you make yourself happy? When the last time you did something nice for yourself? When the last time you seen something nice and said, I'm getting that? When the last time you said, I'm doing it, I don't care? Why do you hold yourself back? We are adults. You think I lived my whole life to grow up and tell myself no? My mother told me no all my childhood. I said, when I get my own money, I'm buying whatever the fuck I want. Whatever I can afford that I want, I'm going to get that shit. If I want to do something, I'm going to do that shit. If I see somebody I'm interested in, I'm going to shoot my shit. You never know. Closed mouth don't get fed, bro. You got to speak up. You got to have, have, have like fucking ambition and you got to know how to like, you know, put yourself in position to get the things you want. And you got to want to make yourself happy at all times. Like I say all the time, it's never about you. It's always about me. And that's not selfish. There's no such thing as selfish. Selfish is when you, is like, let me say it like this. I said this to somebody earlier too. The only people you should be non-selfish with, babies, old people, and the sick. If you have able body and mind, I don't feel sorry for you for not having your shit together. And it's not my job to help you. It is not my responsibility to save you. Your happiness is not my responsibility. That is yours. If you're a grown man, grown woman of able body and mind and you don't have shit, it's because you don't want shit. And you're not going to come over here and lean on me to help you get shit. You're going to get it on your own. You're not going to use me. You're not going to abuse me. You're not going to put me down because I don't want to help you. Right? You're not going to try to spin it and make me feel bad for not helping you. You don't want to help your fucking self. This is why I tell people, get mean. Stop being nice. Nice don't get you nowhere but shitting on. You got to be an asshole sometimes, bro. And as men, again, I'm going to go reiterate back to my point. As men, we have to set the standard. Do you understand that these women are out here doing things for us because of they, they, they care about us? And then we turn around and hurt them purposely. We know what we're doing when we're out here playing in the streets. You know you, your girl wouldn't like this, but you do it anyway. Why? Why do we do it? Why do you act funny with girls that, you, that, that like you? Why, if you, if you know you don't like her, why are you wasting her time? Why are you letting, stringing her along? Why are you continue to use this girl for things you want? If you don't want her. If you're not going to reciprocate for her. You don't care about her feelings. You just take, take, take. You never give anything. Every woman don't want your money, bro. Some women just want your time. When you become a man, you understand that. A woman will do anything in this world for you as long as you give her your time. She just wants you to listen. She just wants to talk to you. She just wants your companionship sometimes. She just wants your company sometimes. She don't want nothing from you. She don't need nothing from you. Every woman ain't out to get you, bro. You broke anyway. Honestly, these, the kind of money these women could get, you would feel embarrassed if she was to run the streets for real and go out there and live how she really could. We can't do that. Humble yourself. You ain't got it. You still live in the hood. You play the block all day. You don't have shit luxury about you. But you popular on the internet. You think that means something. You ain't shit. You ain't out here doing shit. You just out here posting fucking pictures. You might get money, but you ain't shit. 
Money don't make you. Money don't make anybody. Anybody that can be bought can be sold. Understand that. You know what that means? If I could fucking buy you, I can sell you. You are, you are a slave now. I own you now. Because I could give you money to make you do something that you probably wouldn't have did without it. I own you now. I know, I know your weakness. Your weakness is a dollar. You need money to move. Money moves you. You don't have no morals as a man. You don't stand on your own. Money is important to you. So I can own you with that. I know your weakness now. Same thing, ladies. If a man can buy you, he can sell you. He owns you now because the money. Right? This man could give me a lifestyle I can't have on my own. So I'm going to continue to pretty much do what he say. Live how he want me to live. Because I want to keep this lifestyle. And then women say, oh, I don't understand. I could never do that. That's you. You can't be bought. Some people have a price tag on them. Some people can be bought. It's sad. It's unfortunate. But it's real. It's real. Moving forward. <laughs> um, tonight, we're supposed to have 2 chains versus Rick Ross. On versus, I don't know if that's today or tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, Thursday. I think it's Thursday. 2 chains Rick Ross. Now, I want to get into this a little bit. Because I love both artists. I love 2 chains. Love Rick Ross. Um, but, you know, 2 chains. I fuck with you, dog. You are nice. Two Chains raps. He makes great albums. But um, we talking about Rick Ross. And I'm going to play some songs, right? I'm going to do like a mini versus real quick. Give me you five and five. So I'll give you Two Chains biggest records. And I'll give you Rick Ross biggest records. And then we'll see. Uh, you know. Who, who, who got it? All right, so let's play some 2 Chains records. And then we're going to play some, we're going to play five Rick Ross. And we're going to play five 2 Chains. So I'm going to start with 2 Chains. I'm going to play five for him. Or should I do one and one like they do? I'll do one and one. I'm going to do 10 total. I'm going to do five 2 Chains, five Rick Ross. So here we go. Oh, what? Yeah. Here we go. Birthday, it's your birthday. Uh, uh, they ask me what I do and who I do it for, and how I come up with this shit up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Louis style. So I call her Big Booty. Wrist moving, cook, getting to it. I'm in the kitchen. Jams everywhere. Just made a juice. I got bands everywhere. You the really nigga breathing if I hold my breath. Referee, will the whistle. Hold it tag. Extend no clip. Two Chains got records now. But what the fuck, Two Chains gonna do when this come on? Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling,
hustling every day i'm hustling every day i'm every day i'm every day i'm hustling 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 every day i'm every day i'm every day i'm hustling who the fuck you think you're fucking with i'm the fucking boss Sell 45, white on white, that's fucking Ross. I cut them wide, I cut them long, I cut them fat. I keep them coming back. We keep them... Now that was our introduction to Rick Ross as the hip-hop world, most of us. Uh, Rick Ross was out well before that, but that was his record that was like, oh, who this fat nigga with the beard? That's when I first got on. But uh, 2 Chains got records, though, so if 2 Chains come after that, Now that's a record chain. That's a big record right there. But now Ross gonna come back. I repeat all the real niggas worldwide. Salute. Are you done? Real shit. Oh. I ride for my niggas, dog. I ride for my niggas. I slide for my niggas, dog. I ride for my niggas. Stay scheming. Niggas tryna get at me. Go. I ride for my niggas. Stay scheming. Niggas tryna get at me. Life so short, fuck it. I don't wanna go to court, huh. fuck it. Got a budget for the lawyer though, fuck it. I'm on the run for the month, Woo. I'm in the bucket. Paid 200 for it. My little nigga stuck and even got me paranoid. I'm getting money, that's in any nigga category. Double M, I got G's out in California. Huh. I ride for my niggas down. And that's a record, Ross. So what y'all got it right now? That's three records. What's Ross up? 3-3? 3-0? So now 2 Chains might come with some shit. He might come back like this. Louis V's in my archives, black diamonds apartheid, bread up my 
top, top down. down. On the block with a block out. Uh. Hit your ass with that block out. Dope enough to go in your nostril. Yeah. I take your girl and kidnap her. Beat her to my mattress. mattress. But skeleton in my closet. Blind. It's probably when he dead ass rapper. It's probably when he puts ass niggas. niggas. Don't try me, I pull that trigger. Five. Got your car note in my car. Cool. And your rent in my swimmer. Put so good, I miss you. Head game so vicious. Bitch. And all I get is cheese. Like I'm taking pictures. Yeah. Uh. I say fuck you unless I'm with you. Can't go wrong with a Drake feature. Can't go wrong with a Drake feature now. So now, listen. We going Drake feature for Drake feature and Ross come back. Two chains don't have one song fucking with this. Not one. This wherever you wanna go. Just to the music. This is how we do it. Oh reason that a freeway. Just me and my baby. Can you imagine how much pussy Drake got this summer? Oh my god. I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall Automatic weapons on the floor, but who can you call? My damn bitch, one who live by the code Put this music shit aside, get it in on the road Lot of quiet time, pink bottles of rose Exotic red bottoms, so body glittered in gold Following fundamentals, I'm following in a rental I love a nasty girl who swallow us on the menu That money trouble up when you get it out of state Need a new safe, cause I'm running out of space L-Ray Jetson, I'm somewhere out of space In my two-seater, she the one that I would take weed Listen, man, I understand, like, you know, 2 Chains got records But Rick Ross is on another fucking level Now, this is the fifth one here I'ma play There's a big record for Chain, it's one of his come-out records right here As a solo artist Start a ride. I'm a 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 start a ride. I'm a
big record for chains at the time. But now if Ross come back. Oh man, just wrap this shit up, man. Wrap it up. I ain't even get to one Maybach music. I ain't get to none of Meek feet. Oh man. This is five. I think I'm big meat. Larry Man, it's gonna be an interesting versus. I look forward to it. Um, I look forward to it. Very, I sincerely do look forward to this versus. Uh, Two Chains has a lot of records, and I think people are sleeping on him. That was just five. Two Chains has twenty. He got twenty. Y'all might not know it. I don't know how big Two Chains fans y'all are. How tuned in y'all was on his come up. But um, I didn't even play the Mercy verse. You know, he got verses on other people's records. He got a lot of features. Ross also has a lot of features. So it's going to be an interesting verses. But I got Ross winning this 15-5. 15-5. Two chains going to get some off. It depends on what records are played when. It depends on who goes first. Because if two chains does not go first, he might have an advantage. Let Ross get dump his shit. Let him dump. Because he go, if Ross go big first... I don't know. He might have to save those big records for the end, like DMX did. You know, DMX came out first, first 10, and he was like, oh, well, Snoop kind of getting them. But he knew Snoop had them 10. After those 10, like after the Dr. Dre, Death Row, Snoop, once he get to the No Limit Snoop, it's a little different because he ain't had them same hits. Right? Now, Dre, luckily, Snoop didn't lean on Chronic 2001. Had he did that, it might have been quiet for X, but he didn't. He played a lot of early Snoop early. He played a lot of fucking uh, DPG and shit like that early. But um, that was the greatest battle we had. I know people say Buju and Beanie. Listen, that was for that demographic, but for the world. Because everybody don't listen to reggae, nigga. Everybody listen to hip-hop. White people, black people, Spanish people, Asian people. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to the reggae and the dance hall culture. But it ain't hip-hop. <laughs> Dead ass. You know what I'm saying? The West Indians loved it. Thought it was the best shit ever. Cool. Hip hop is wicked in reggae. It is just a fact. Um, now, uh, what I was about to say just now. Fuck. Fucking forgot now. Shit. I hate when I do that. Oh, man, I forgot. I fucking forgot. I can't believe I did that shit. Anyway, it is what it is. Listen, man. This episode ain't gonna go too long. Um, I have to go to work, to be honest. And uh, you know, I'm not. I just came in a little early. Started the podcast at twelve. Got to be to work at three. So you know, I got time. Um, things are happening, man. Um, I'm hearing in the news that restaurants will be closing in October, and they will not reopen until June 2021. Ouch! Very unfortunate. Um, I'm like, I don't understand why that is. Because I assume by October, 
we should be in a much better place. Like, New York is still doing well. We're at phase four. I don't know when we're going to hit phase five, but I assume by October we should be in, like, phase six. So I don't understand these different phases. I don't know why restaurants can't open in October and they got to close until June. That hurts. Um, this, 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 uh, this cartoon character, 6ix9ine, is off house arrest and he's been running around, I guess, I don't know. I know he's heavily secured. And, um, you know, what people have to understand Ain't nobody thinking about that kid. Don't ain't nobody risking their freedom to prove nothing about that. You get no points for beating up six nine. It's not going to get you a G pass. It's not, it doesn't. He, and what he has to understand is nobody cares, dog. Your music is trash, right? And we good. Like niggas don't care. You had attention last year. You went to jail. You came out. Niggas was interested to see what the fuck you was going to do. And then when we seen it, it was like, nah, fuck this kid. Maybe we off this nigga. You know, the attention is not there. You don't stop the internet whenever you post. We don't care. And you might get the views and things, but you got kids watching you. The people that matter, that, that you want the attention from, are not paying you any of that attention. So you just pretty much wasting your time. And it's only a matter of time before this nigga eventually washes out. So let's just, you know, what, what Nipsey said, let clowns be clowns. And, you know, eventually it'll go away. You can't pay them no attention. So fuck out of here, Duke. Niggas ain't paying you no mind. Okay. My dog is uh, growing, man. She's getting bigger every week. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, she's a shih tzu. They get, they're not going to stay little forever. But, um, you know, as of late, she's been on a tear. Came home last night. She had aluminum foil all over the house. Where the fuck did she find aluminum? It's my brother's dirty-ass room. She goes in there and she comes out with gold. You know, dogs love to play in filth. So she goes in this filthy ass room. Under that bed, there's a gold mine for a dog, especially a puppy. I come home and there's aluminum foil everywhere, ripped up into the carpet. I'm like, what the, where the fuck did she even find aluminum foil? And I hope she didn't eat that shit. Um, you know, I love my dog. But, you know, today she just kept pissing in front of the bathroom. It's like, why? What are you doing? Why are you peeing? And I think she does things. Out of like anger, you know, because earlier I was doing my laundry, separating my clothes on the floor. She's trying to snatch under the wash rags and run under the bed with it to chew on it. I'm telling her, no, don't do it. Put her out the room. Close my door. Left in the hallway. I'm assuming that's when she pissed on the floor. It's like, oh, you want to lock me out, fucker? Well, clean this up. And I'm like, okay. So I, I literally took my dog, rubbed her face in her own urine. To let her know, you do not do this anymore. I wet her entire face with urinam. That's animal abuse. Come get me. But she ain't going to keep pissing in my house. Anyway, she goes to the vet Friday to get her final shots, and then she can go outside. And my dog will be walked three times a fucking day. Because she ain't, she not just going to keep pissing in my house. I'm telling you. You going to learn the whole that, sis. The fuck she talking about. Straight up. Um, anywho. I don't have much more for y'all this week. Uh, it's a slow week news-wise. Ain't too much going on. But, um, you know, everybody be safe. Take all the precautions to protect yourself from the COVID-19 virus. Um, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Uh, R.I.P. FBG Duck. Another senseless murder in, in the hip-hop community. We keep losing people. I know a lot of people are like, who the fuck is that? It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> You're not going to know everybody in hip-hop. You're not enthralled in the culture as I am. So I understand. You may not know who these people are, but I do. 
and I look out for them. And it's very unfortunate we lost another young artist, especially with a, a big voice in his city. So that's unfortunate. Um, what else I want to say today? Oh, if anybody has a size 12 in the off-white fours and wants to swap my women's 10 and a half, I need a women's 12 or 11 and a half. I have a men's nine. I need a men's 10 or 10 and a half. If you have that, are you listening? And you out there and you have an authentic pair. Don't come to me with no fake shit. I'll fight you. You have an authentic pair of off-white falls in a size 12 or 11 and a half. DM me. We can get together. I will pay you the difference. It's all good. I will pay you. The, I know there's a diff- price difference between nine and a half and 11 and a half and two. I know. I will pay you the difference. It's fine. That way you don't lose no money. You keep all your money. I get what I want. You got what you want. We good. So let me know. If not, I'm going to just hold them shits. I'm not selling them. People keep hitting me and calling me. Yo, let me, how many, I got nine. No, no, no. I'm going to either trade them for my size or I'm going to hold them shits. And when it comes time for me to buy my Travis Scotts, I'm trading those in and I'll pay the difference for those. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I got them shits for retail and I'm going to use them shits to my advantage. You dumb? Are you dumb? (laughs) Anyway, I love all y'all. My birthday coming up, August 27th, Virgo gang. Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. Best sign in the world, Virgos. We are the most sensible. I know y'all hate us. I seen some mean the other day talking about the most toxic signs you could get is a, a, a Virgo, a Pisces, a, a fuck out of here. All right. All right. I'm tell you right now, the most toxic sign you could date is fucking Aries. All the Aries out here suck my dick. I can't stand Aries. I can't. They're mean, they're idiots, and they're fucking dumb. Okay? And I mean that wholeheartedly. I'm not even going to say no disrespect because I mean it. Not to the men. To the women. Female Aries, leave me the fuck alone. Don't you ever contact me, bitch. You understand me? If you're Aries, leave me the fuck alone. I don't want toxic shit around me. I don't even believe in that shit, but I know Aries are trash. But salute to all the Virgos. Virgo, Virgo. Oh. Before I got to talk about Virgo, Beyonce. Beyonce dropped her visual project. Um, what is it? Everything is black. Some shit like that. I don't know the name of it. I have not seen it yet as well. I didn't see it yet. I'm sorry. I know I'm late. Sorry, Beyonce. I haven't seen it yet. But I love you, Queen. Beyonce, keep doing what you do for the community. We love you. We appreciate you, Virgo Queen. You know what I'm saying? Also, Kobe was a Virgo. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Michael Jackson was a Virgo. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. Nas is a Virgo, one of the best rappers ever. Rest in, I mean, thank you, Nas. God bless you, Nas. You know what I'm saying? Ludacris. Wale. Idris Elba. You strong out here, bro. Me? Fuck you talking about? Me, nigga? Are you dumb? Can I talk my shit again? Okay. Kanye's a Gemini. Y'all can have that, nigga. Um, but listen, this is episode 140. I forget right now, damn. Hold on. 144. I love y'all, man. I hope y'all take the words I said to heart. And fellas, I hope y'all really reconsider how y'all moving out here and do better by our women because we they need us and we need them. So let's get that right. All right, I'll see y'all, man. The podcast will be out tomorrow, Thursday. Peace. I love y'all. Can I talk my shit? Man.